chance to hear a God in life, Corky? Yes, occasionally we ask uh, people to share a, a segment of their life with us and how God has taught them through it. Uh, Nancy Jackson is, and Chuck, her husband, have been with us from the beginning. Chuck's with Orbital Sciences, building satellites. Nancy's been a leader and very active in community Bible uh, study. Um, they have a son and a daughter, five grand, who are married, and five granddaughters, uh, and have been small group leaders here, part of the prayer team, just a vital part of our church. There's a chapter of their life which was very formative, a very hard chapter, and I've asked Nancy to summarize that. Some of us will be able to identify with what she shares, and uh, I appreciate your wanting to, to take a few minutes with us, Nancy. It's a blessing to be able to do it. Let me, let me get you <coughs> position my class. Okay. Scoot over a little bit closer to the mic, if you would. That's good. Okay. I guess this is one of, uh, something that I could never have imagined would have happened to us. Though it occurred many years ago, it is still very real in my heart. Our son Richard had been home for fall break, and we had celebrated his birthday, and he had headed back to school. <clears throat> he was uh, with a driver who he really didn't know. This young man had posted on the bulletin board at college for someone to ride with him to share experiences. So Richard accepted the ride and off they went to return to school. It resulted in the most painful and yet, I still feel it, mm. the most powerful experience of my life. I was startled awake the next morning when the doorbell rang. I was sound asleep and they kept ring, ring, ring. I forced myself to get up and went to the door. And when I opened the door, there was a uniformed policeman standing there. He handed me a piece of paper and said, call this number in Ashburn, Georgia. I said, why, who am I calling? And he turned and walked away. He gave no other information. My stomach nodded up as I went to the phone and dialed the number. They answered the phone, Perry Funeral Chapel. I choked out the words, this is Mrs. Jackson. The man on the other end said, your son. And I knew instantly. But I said, what happened? He said the night before, the driver had run off the road, hit the median, the car had overturned, and hit a tree. Our son Richard was ejected from the car and killed instantly. I said, how is the other boy? And he said, he's fine. And though I was thankful for that, shock overwhelmed me. <clears throat> I hung up the phone and just started walking around my house, crying out loudly, Jesus, 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 over and over, Jesus.
There is power in that name. He was with me. I called my husband's secretary and asked her to tell Chuck to come home. He rode his bike to work at that time. It seemed like forever before he got there. It probably was only 15 minutes. But I didn't feel alone. The the comforter was with me. The Holy Spirit was ministering to me. I had to relay this heartbreaking news to Chuck. We sat there on the sofa in shock and yet in the presence of the Lord. And after crying together, we uh, had to go to the high school to tell our youngest son that his brother was dead and then drive an hour to tell our daughter, who was a freshman in college, that her brother, whom she dearly loved, had been killed the day before. There was amazing peace in the midst of the pain. Jesus said, lo, I am with you always. And he was there. I felt his presence. It was very distressing to learn a few weeks later that the driver of the car had a blood alcohol level of 0.18. No blood alcohol was done on Richard. We don't drink. And he had been taught the dangers of drinking and driving. He'd been taught since he was a little boy to wear a seatbelt. And he always did when he was with us. But that night he was not wearing a seatbelt. He was thrown out of the car. We're to train up our children in the way they should go. And then we have to release them to the Lord. I don't believe that he wants us to beat ourselves up over the choices our adult children make. He's taught me much. Hmm. That's no, okay. That's okay, my goodness. It's not He's supposed to be asking me questions. Oh, no. This is, this is, this is so <laughs> and sweet. And I'm way back there. No, 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 no. I just, and, and you said there's lots of lessons you've learned through this, but one, one or two primary lessons right. if you share with us. Right. He's taught me much about his grace and his desire to heal our broken hearts, though healing takes time. He has made real to me the power of forgiveness. He's healed me of the pain and used this terrible tragedy for good in my life. My walk with the Lord is deeper and growing. I was able by God's grace to forgive Robert the driver. And several years later, he really was, came into my mind and I thought how terrible his life must be bearing the burden that his actions had caused the death of another young boy. And I wanted to let him know that I forgave him because I surely did. I didn't really know where he was, but I found an address and I wrote him a letter telling him that I had completely forgiven him and witnessed to him about the saving power and love of Jesus Christ. I never heard back from him, but I know I did the right thing. We are to forgive others 
as we have been forgiven. Mm. Well, there's, I just appreciate you sharing this still tender, tender story. Um, what, what last words would you leave with us as, as just in light of what you've, you've shared? I would just say, is there anyone in your life that you need to forgive? A husband, a wife, a parent, a child, a friend? If so, do it now. It only hurts us to hold on to it. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. We need every day, I think most of us, I know I do, have things come up that require forgiveness, like those drivers on 66. (laughs) Unforgiveness is a block to the abundant life that God wants us to have. Our Lord commands us to forgive others as we have been forgiven. It is only through his grace that we are able to forgive. I've set the ringer on my cell phone to play Amazing Grace. So every time my phone rings, I'm reminded of the gift of grace given to us through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. Let me say a word of prayer. Lord God, it's only by your grace and mercy, only by your lordship and presence that we can endure the challenges and suffering of this world. And it's only by the grace afforded us that we could ever forgive those who have hurt us so deeply. Show us your grace. Show us your power. Be present with us that we might extend that grace and mercy and goodness of God to those around us. Amen.